Hello, and welcome. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to yep. increase your sales, mm. and to have fun. Nah. The lines are open for your calls and texts. Yep. 1-833-EBAY-723. That's 1-833-322-9723. This is Fake Announcer Guy saying here's Philip and Sherry. With another edition of the program, we have coming up Sherry. eBay open. We have the latest scuttlebutt. Very good. And uh, employees in brown now in the black, thanks to a new deal. And is eBay going to have a metric for seller responsiveness? no. (laughs) Why no good eBay deed should go unpunished. All to come on this week's edition of the Selling on eBay radio show. Philip and Sherry with you. Sherry's a full-time seller uh, based over in Colorado, does a lot of consignment work, and plays a mean hand at blackjack. Philip's been selling full-time on eBay for over 14 years and resides in the happiest place on earth, or at least nearby. (laughs) in florida selling primarily to businesses so he doesn't have to partake in chit-chatting with consumers that's the way it works all right so in the ebay news the news this week a slightly quiet week i think sherry what do we have first of all well the ups settlement terms have been published and it seems like a really good result for the union so good i had to really think about do i want to be a ups driver everybody read that and thought hang on a second what am i doing (laughs) i know like no wonder my ups driver is so happy but actually he is just because he's a great guy then i decided i couldn't take the heat with the no door the heavy lifting and the driving all day so i'm going to continue to sell on ebay but I mean, what was it looking like? They're making like $170,000. The union was trying to put out some numbers that made them look like they had a stupendous win. And I think the 170 k figure was, first of all, at the end of the contract period. So that's five years down the road. Also includes benefits, which with health would be what, 20 to 40, depending on the family situation. And maybe yeah. other things, maybe paid time off was calculated at full 42 an hour or what. I don't know. You can imagine how they get that number up. But still, I think it, the current rate is like $42 an hour, I think, for full-time and 21 an hour for part-time, which is not too shabby for not bad driving around if you in, can a, take in, the in a heat truck, if you don't mind. Or the cold. But they are putting air conditioning in the cab, so. Oh, uh, and are they putting doors on? Oh, they'll probably just leave the door open and the air conditioning on. <laughs> just okay, to, just I, to hey, I the blast company. it. All right. So that's good news if you're a UPS employee. Uh, I was checking, Sherry, just the other day uh, what the status is of the sign-ups for the eBay Open attendance uh, at the studio events. Those are the four events. And I'm guessing they have like 200 people potentially attending each one because uh, that was the same as last year. And they're still available last time I checked. So it seems to be going slowly, bearing in mind last year they sold out. I think within hours. Yeah, and last year they had two locations. This year they have four. I think it was four and last year, maybe, but they just moved it? them around a bit. They were picking places oh. that they felt had a strong sort of seller presence and uh, maybe had a very strong local meetup that would maybe try and give them a head start with all the with the two hundred spots. I don't know. Do you think people are just totally burned out on the whole sneakers and handbags and trading cards and really don't want to attend hey. them, hear any more than that? Or is that just me? People, uh, it might be just you <laughs> and, and uh, other sellers that don't sell those things. I know there are a lot of sneaker sellers out there. I, I think that 
we'll know when we see what kind of turnout they have on eBay Open, you Indeed. know, online. Okay, more on that uh, coming up. And, uh, oh, crime sprees. Yeah, so the Los Angeles mayor was talking about these organized crime sprees where like 20 plus people all at once ransack a, like a designer handbag uh. retail store. They did this in the last week and still tens of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. Uh, she took that opportunity to kind of put some of the blame on the online uh, you know, sites. Mm. Uh, but incidentally, I mean, when I was in D.C., I learned that eBay had just helped solve a crime spree, you know, uh -huh, uh -huh. that was going on because of the data that they collect and they require, uh, you know, people's identification now to prevent this kind of thing. So... Yeah, a lot of people were sellers were complaining that eBay was asking for, I think, copies of driving licenses and stuff. But you know, this is they're, why. they're on the hook if 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 the platform is seen to be handling stolen stuff. It's it's their you know their reputation that's in the toilet. So you know, um, and I, I think I said to you before, if you if you open a Shopify store, they want copies of your passport, your driving license, all sorts of stuff before they'll even let you loose on the platform. So they're more serious about it. Yeah, and also this is an excuse that the big companies and brands are using to try to get legislation through oh, yeah. that will mm -hmm. really make it almost impossible for regular sellers to sell their brands. They're trying to say that it's to mm -hmm. prevent theft, but it's really so loosely worded that they're really just trying to keep people from being able to sell their things so okay. they can keep their prices high. Gotcha. All right. And also uh, some reports this week that uh, people have been seeing testing on listings where the listing tells the prospective buyer how fast the seller responds. And I'm guessing that's to questions, but it might also be offers. It wasn't very clear. It just says usually responds within 12 hours, two hours, 48 hours, seems to be the way that they are presenting it. Have you seen that out in the world? I have. And I wouldn't mind that. I mean, it would actually give me some benefit to the fact that I feel driven to answer using my cell phone every time I see yes. a question. At least I'd get some credit for that. Uh-huh. But then again, it might mean that that's now heading towards it being a seller metric, you know, on your dashboard that if you mm. want to be standard or above or top rated. top rated, you have to achieve 48 hour response or whatever. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, you've got to think where these things are going. Um, and what happens if you don't respond? Does that count as an infinitely slow response and therefore tank <laughs> everything? Or does that just get scored at 48 hours by default? I, that's another one. It seems to, I mean, I'm kind of mixed because I'm either instant or never. You know, if it's an unsolicited best offer or someone nagging for feedback, then that's not going to get a reply. And then if it's actually yeah. something useful and it's a real question and they might buy something at my posted price, absolutely, they'll get a response within about two minutes. Um, right. So it seems to me that I don't mind being measured on it, but please. I want some AI tool that will filter out the unsolicited best offers, the feedback nagging, and all the other things that I can maybe select as being a total waste of my time, 
if you can if you can just send me the rest and measure me on that, I'm a hundred percent on board. It's never going to happen, is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And also, I mean, I don't answer. I didn't answer somebody yesterday who offered me $60 for an item I have listed for $120. Yeah, don't dignify it with a response. I mean, That's do I even I, have to waste my time? Some people do. Some, oh, well, I, you know, it's really worth even more, and you know, thank you for the offer. And I don't. I, don't I, I think they just automatically have told me that they're not my target market. It's a, yeah. it's a signal loud and clear that we are not going to be on the same page when it comes to pricing. Why, would, why waste each other's time? <laughs> <laughs> right. And there, it's even to where I'm not even sure if I can find a way not to sound rude. Yes, that is the problem. It's best off, as, as my mother always used to say, if you haven't got anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Yes. <laughs> That's, I'm indefinitely the say nothing category. In texting or emails. And I've done that when I sent a snarky response. And, oh, that was snarky. Let's block them. In case they buy something and leave negative feedback for being a snark. <laughs> oh, that's right. Preemptive. Very smart. No, I just I think now I, I think nothing is by often the oftentimes the best the best response. Good. I, that makes me feel better because All right. well, let's see, that's uh, let's what see I do that, with these well, lowball uh, offers. Me, does it matter if it, that thing is not that response? I guess if it says you respond in two minutes, then people are more likely to send you questions. Yeah. So it's kind I of think it's I've kind of a snowball effect. Like this. Yeah, I think I've seen something like this on Facebook Marketplace. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I, I, you know, we could we could we could whine on forever, but maybe it wouldn't be quite as bad as we thought when it happens. If it happens. All right. Yeah. What do you think? Have you seen that? Have you been measured? Have you had your uh, responsiveness assessed? Has it been accurate? And do you think it's a good idea? If you want to get in touch, uh, we got a phone or a tax text number. That's eight three three eBay seven twenty three. Be good to hear from you. Uh, so that's the um, where are we? It's still in responsiveness. Now, um, you mentioned the other day that you'd heard that the USPS click and ship thing had been jazzed up a little bit, and the rates reduced, uh, rates improved, right? That's right. You've been they testing have a it out? new enhanced version, mm. and I have because I sell some items where I need to, when I sell it, send the check via priority mail. So I do that with, you know, to the client and then have it picked up for in with freight. Anyway, all that extra information. But uh, the point is that with the new enhanced version, um, I, it gave me a choice whether I wanted to use it. And I said yes. And then I used the address. Uh, what do you call it? Address book. And I had sent something to the same person. So when I pulled them up, it just filled it all in and even the type of shipping. And then I just had to click a couple things and my label was made. Now, does it work with uh, like thermal label printers or does it just print out on regular paper? Oh, I wish I knew that. I think it had a message and I clicked too fast. Uh, so I'll have to report back to you on that okay. one. I d ended up doing it on my inkjet, but I think... Yeah. It might have asked me, so I'll let you know. Now, I have to... Oh, go yeah, ahead. Because that, to me, is the killer feature. If it means I have to get a pair of scissors and a bunch of tape out, chop up the label, cut it down to size, stick it on, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'll I'll get back to you on that. It's a I'll, deal breaker. Uh, do that the next time I have to do that. However, mm -hmm. even though you're getting commercial rates, they're not as good as eBay's rate. 
Hmm. Not that you can send something through eBay if you didn't sell it on there. Um, but with pirate ship, you'll get a better deal. Yeah. So after I got all excited mm-hmm. about this, I thought, oh, never mind. It's a better price with pirate ship. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so that gets your thumbs up. Also, uh, something I was working on this week, and it's more of a buying type issue, but I guess it, it affects the, the selling side of it as well. I bought an item. I figured it wasn't quite as described, and I kind of felt sorry for the seller. I feel they tried hard to set this thing up as like a as-is-no-returns type deal, but they'd not got the description, the item matching the description in, in, in an important way. But I felt, well, how would I like to be treated if I was the seller in this situation? And I did initiate the return, which I was entitled to do, but I felt I was willing to pay for the return label. I could have had it printed out from eBay and they would have paid for it. But, you know, one of the problems is that as a professional buyer, I don't want to undermine sometimes relationships with people that I think are going to have good inventory in the future. Because once you get on the block list, you ain't coming off. And that means anything they might have in the future that I can make money out of is not going to be accessible to me. So I try very hard not to burn bridges with with sellers. So my concession on this was I'll pay for the return label. And the so I on the on the return I didn't set didn't select not as described, I says change mind or whatever it was. So I I'm gonna produce the label. And eBay says they don't tell you the price of the label till you've clicked on that. Oh. So then I've clicked on it and it says, well the label's gonna cost you twenty five dollars for because pri- it's priority mail, because that's what they use. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty expensive because I know I can I can I can get a label of pirate ship for a lot less than that. So I go off, I do the label on pirate ship and it's closer to fifteen dollars. So it's ten $10 cheaper. I don't need it to be a priority. It can take three or four or five days. That's fine. And then, so I send it off. I write to the seller and say, hey, I'm not going to use the label from eBay. It's coming under this tracking number. Let me know when it gets there. And I think I'm doing them a favor. And then instead of them saying, thank you very much for helping us out and saving us 25 bucks, uh, they start jerking me around and saying, well, yeah, we got it, but you know, we're not going to give you a full refund. Please accept this partial refund offer, which made no sense because I'd already sent it back. And then oh they're, not re- they're not replying to my message saying, look, because he fixed the problem. He found the problem that, that I'd run into. He'd fixed it. And I said, well, that's great. I mean, I'll buy it under the original deal. I mean, I'd uh-huh. like to proceed now. We Now we've got it back to where it should be. Oh, and you um, can send it back to you. You can send it back to me. I'll redo the transaction. Um, or you can just give me a refund and send it to somebody else. But you just need to decide. You can't just sit there with this thing in limbo, you know, best part of a week, um, you know, with me having sent it back and you doing nothing else. And I did chase him a couple of times on this, and, and he was just going quiet. And I'm thinking, oh, goodness. <laughs> that's, that's why I said no good deed. Wait, goes doesn't unpunished. he have like three days after he receives it? Well, this is the point. Uh, the issue is, if you use your own label, none of those eBay timers are, are triggered because it's in the the member to member messages. It isn't on the returns flow. Oh. So the learning, I did call eventually. Call. I got tired of this. So I went to eBay customer service and said, "Look, can you, you know, give him a nudge, you know." Uh, and they looked at it and said, oh, yeah, no, we, we can see it's been back for several days. And normally he's got two days from the return to do something. And it's been a lot longer than that. And, yeah, we can see you've been nagging him to respond. You know, we'll just close us out in your favor straight away. And I said, oh. well, I don't really want that. I'd, I'd like you to just give him a nudge and let him 
not get penalised because if they do that, he's out the final value fee. Oh. Um, and they said, nah, no, nah, he's, he's been too long. We're just going to close it out in your favour. We're not offering you other options. So there we are. Uh, It's a lose-lose, I feel, on that particular situation. But the important point, I think, if you're in the same position, it's not that you can't use your own label. It's just the step that I missed, which was to contact eBay customer service and said, yeah, it's going back. Please, can you manually put in this tracking number? And they can do that? Yeah, they can do that. And that would have prevented all this because then it would have just replaced the eBay tracking number. The two-day timer would have kicked off when he shows us being delivered. He would be getting reminders saying you need to do something. But that was the learning point here that, you know, nothing wrong in using your own label, but if you don't sync eBay up with what you're doing, doing it via the messaging system doesn't necessarily help you if the other guy decides he's going to ignore you. Yeah, so there we are. I just thought I'd mention that. Maybe it's more of a buying side of things, but if you find yourself in that position as a seller, um, perfectly okay. You can you can use third-party buyer-produced labels, but if you want it to drop into the standard workflow, someone's got to call eBay and say, that's the number, put it in the system manually. Right. Okay, moving on then. Uh, you said you're doing pretty well in terms of your little uh, local My Colorado group, your party. To start also, just to start off my Boulder Front Range area, Colorado eBay seller group. So I um, have 33 people wow. signed up Good for party. the eBay open kickoff party. And we have room for more if you're in this area. And I have seven people who signed up to be members of this group. Ah, so I'm excited. because that, That's pretty yeah. good. Just and off. just so you know, kind of behind the scenes, eBay is trying to track uh, how many people are signing up for these different groups because there's a pot of money somewhere in a bank account in San Jose that will be divided out to the various groups around the country, I guess in some function of how many people sign up in each group. So it's a bit of a scurry around at the moment, trying from the various groups, trying to get people to sign up in order that they yes. get their fair share and the slice of the cake that they get is, is is appropriately big. That's right. That's why I've been in such a fervor to get people Not that there's a huge up. number of these parties anyway, for some reason, but there we are. I've got, I think on the, the Orlando um, side of things, 16 last time I checked, so. Okay. You know, we'll have a good time. And more, more will come in later on. People tend not to sign up for stuff a month or two ahead of time because they don't. Because people tend to get really snarky about people signing up for meetups and then not being there or cancelling. So, I think so people wait. are like me. I I wait till almost the day before, and then if I think I'm free, I'm going to go. I'll sign up. Yeah. But that breaks the model here, where the swag and the cash that's right is allocated yeah. way ahead of time. Yes. So. Sign up now if you want to go to a watch party for eBay Open. So that's the, what, the 26th, is it, Tuesday? September 26th. And then eBay Open is the next three days. Indeed. And you can uh, find details of our respective parties and maybe one near you just by going to sellerevents.ebay.com. I also think if you go to the registration site for eBay Open, there's a kind of banner at the top of the page, I think. Uh, where you can where you can sign up for the your local party. 
Yeah, I'm excited to really to get to know people in my area because I want to refer things that I come across that are not perfect for me that I don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. And we could all help each other. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not just having fun with each other, which we will, but also just referring business that each of us likes to do more than other type of business. Right. Okay, so that's fun. Check out your local party. Sign up. Go yeah. along. Have a good time. Free food, probably. Yeah. Because there's food. enough budget in theory for people to have lay on some free food, even if they're paying for the room. Maybe I'll just book it in, take it home. Yeah. <laughs> now speaking of a room, Philip, you're traveling next week, huh? Well, I am stepping. I am following your footsteps. Because last year you got selected to do a presentation at eBay Open, and unlike the year before. As part of the the reward for being such a good eBay citizen, they take you. They took you to the eBay headquarters. You did some work That's on the right. presentation, and then, and the kind of when that was finished, you did a bunch of meetings with product people and various other dignitaries. Yes, and account managers for different categories, and and even, I was insanely jealous. Well, now. <laughs> I'm jealous, but I'm I'm excited for you. You're so the yes, uh, ne next right week man for the job. Um, there's a bunch of folks that are involved in eBay Open going to work on our stuff uh, at the campus. Um, I think it's similar to it's a there's a lot of detail, but I think it's similar to the thing that you had where they will in between our various work sessions uh, be having meetings with with good folks from from eBay, and I have filed a formal request that some of these people talk to us on the record, on tape, so that it's not just me having an experience and giving you secondhand what I think they meant, that they actually talk to, to us and you get to hear them. Now, I don't hold out a massive amount of hope that's going to happen. There might be one or two that, that are authorised. We'll see. I, I filed the request with the media people. I've given examples of the kind of difficult questions that, that I think we might ask, because I'd rather be frank about the challenging stuff that's out there. They don't have to pick those if they don't want to talk about them. Uh, so we'll see. And, and maybe I'm not lugging a whole load of equipment, but I might have enough to be able to do a quick and dirty uh, episode, maybe even from inside the campus. You never know. Oh, yeah, that would be great. And remember how the one thing I talked to Jamie Ioni about yes. when I had this opportunity? Yes, the one chance. Was we have. Yes, that he has a Burmese mountain dog. Really? Okay, well, I'll remember that. Well, it do, because we thought I was so ridiculous, but I thought, well, that's just me. That's what I'm interested in. But it turns out he cares a lot about uh, his dog. And he has a picture of it next to his laptop camera so he can look at it. <laughs> did he tell you yeah. that? Or did you see his, did you see his office? He did not tell me that. I did not see it. But when I was telling somebody who knows this, I, I hopefully I can't get in trouble for this, but um, I was saying how silly I was that that's what I talked to him about. And they said, oh, no, he cares a lot about his mm -hmm. dog. In fact, he, you know, he has his picture right there. Ah, very smart. Okay, well, I'll bear that mm -hmm. in mind. Yeah. See, one of the problems is that uh, in order to even get into the door through the door, you there's the usual sort of typical eBay non-disclosure type stuff that they seem to send you for any kind of interaction. 
anything you learn in the building that isn't in the public domain, you're supposed to keep confidential. Right. Which did I just blow it? I don't know. I don't think so. But that was that <laughs> confidential. I'm sure he's probably someone in the, on the record somewhere publicly for that. But it's you know, unless they unless you get them to talk, you know, formally, you we can't use much of that stuff. So, you know, I fear coming back and saying I had a fantastic time, learnt lots, but just can't talk about it, which would be yeah a bit of a waste of my time and to some extent their money. But. Well, you're our investigative reporter, so if yeah, anybody well, can do this, it's you. Uh, I, I also put a request. I, took, I put two special requests in. One, could we have a drink in the Walker's Bar? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure you can. Well, you said they wouldn't let you in there when you went, or they wouldn't. You did, I don't know. No, I couldn't interview in there. I think they took pictures of me in there. I think oh, there was okay. a photo shoot, but I, I maybe... I'm confused. Well, you know what? We'll find out because I have pictures from a photo shoot they did and we'll compare notes okay. and see if that was inside there. Well, something scheduled for the end of the Tuesday the, might might be that request being fulfilled. The other thing I said was, can I snoop around the Griff's radio studio? Because he's no longer there. So maybe we could have a little sneak oh. around and see how the other, how the competition gets their, their work out. Huh? Oh, yes. I, I did get recorded there for his their mm -hmm. podcast while I was there. Anyway, so it might be a rough week next week in terms of output. We know, There might be something, might be a bit rough, there might be nothing, who knows. It, the whole thing is a bit of a mystery. There's not a lot of detail exactly what's going to go on. Um, I've been working on this presentation. The title is out there, so I can tell you that it's called, what's, what's it called? Uh, Nail the Sale, Are Your Listings Up to Snuff? And I think it's all now approved. Uh, I shouldn't be too much work to do when I get there, but that was after this week. They, and this is kind of how the corporate world works. This is why I remember now why I didn't like working in corporate corporate life because I've been working on this thing for some weeks, been going backwards and forwards, sending them various revisions, reversions, doing dummy narrations over it so they get an idea of what I think I'm going to do, and everything looks hunky dory, and they say, "Fine, that's good, send it in." And then, like, two days before I'm supposed to be putting my stuff in the suitcase and going off and doing the final work with them on the on the graphics and stuff, they come back and say, well, we've rewritten all the graphics for you because we like our approach more than yours. It's only uh, 60 slides to re-figure out, you know, and, and, and change oh and God. muck around and redo all the, the commentary stuff. <sighs> and oh, man. Anyway, so it was my fault for being too ambitious. Well, I am going to recommend your session because if anyone wants to ramp up their sales and fine-tune their business, you've got good stuff I'm not allowed there. to release details of content, but I can guarantee you there's no mention of sneakers, handbags, uh, no. trading cards. I think focus comes up in the context of a camera functionality, but that's about it. So if you want us Focus That's zone nice. free presentation. Mine's the one to go for. I guarantee you there'll be nothing about that in there. <laughs> and you will def you already improved my photo studio. I oh, got really? two more light boxes due to you. Okay, well, and I realized I'm in that breach my of NDA by showing obviously I've sneak I've shared you a few slides, so I'm, I'm probably gonna get to marched off the premises when I arrive for breaching oh, breaching eBay confidentiality rules by oh, no. seeking your opinion on a couple of slides. But there we are. 
<laughs> well, you know, my pictures were looking dark and I thought oh, it was yeah. the lights. So I got new bulbs. Yeah. And it turned out my bulbs were not dimming. My white uh, material was dusty. Mm. So we flipped it over. Mm-hmm. And I got two more light boxes following uh, your advice yeah. on positioning. Yeah. And now I don't look like a complete slouch. Oh, well, there you go. Who so knew? thank you. I mean, I've been to professional photography workshops where guys that have been in the business 20 years haven't been able to figure out how to get backgrounds to go white. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. I mean, tune in on the day and you'll, you'll, you'll see all this yeah. stuff. It's not exactly very exciting, but... You know, um, anyway, so it, it's not a it's not a unique problem and it's been around quite a long time and the answer is fairly simple. There we go. All right. Sorry, that's a little self-indulgent. Sorry, we got carried away there. Uh, let's talk about uh, eBay's new feature that, that I think you were part of the research for about automatically sending offers. Yes, I I didn't I don't know who has this as an option now or mm. not. It, maybe it's in beta and I definitely have seen it. I'm seeing it every day when I send offers. And one of the options is a box you can check off that says automatically send offers mm -hmm. so that from now on, if somebody looks at this same item, it'll automatically send them an offer for the same percentage off that I'm sending. So let me just, just make sure I understand. So you set a percentage off, that's the metric, and it will aut automatically maintain that same percentage. Right. Well, to clarify, okay. when I go to send offers and I'm sending offers for 10% off mm -hmm. and I'm manually sending it, then I can check that box that says automatically and it will repeat what I've just done. So I'm not going into it and setting okay. any settings. So anyone that qualifies as heavy browse, I think they call it, yeah. which is add to watch list or open the listing three times, something like that. Yeah, or have it in their shopping cart. Oh, okay, which I add to cart. That, that's or probably favorite or something like that, right? Yeah. So those are the parameters, and if someone performs one of those qualifying actions, it will send them the offer automatically. Automatically. So I don't do it very often because I want to know what's going on, and uh, however, on my other store that I'm running, I'm like, have at it, and. I don't need to see what's going on there. Mm -hmm. I don't have to monitor those as closely price-wise. So what it got me thinking is it would be really nice for me if I could create a campaign, hmm. if they were to do this in the future. And I feel this is me making a prediction, and maybe I'll get this one right, where you can set a campaign when you, a campaign that let's say sends offers automatically at a certain percent off, and then when you create listings, you can choose to include them in which campaign you have set up. Hmm. You might ha you'll might have more than one, because when I price mine, I do, especially with the clothing and I was thinking this categories. is kind of a clothing thing. This is, and clothing is so competitive. Because I've been buying some bits of clothing for some reason, and. It almost always is the case that if I if I see something, I don't buy it, even if the price I think is something I'm prepared to pay, because I know if I just put watch list, add to watch list, I can almost just count one to ten, and then someone's going to come back and offer me 
seller-initiated offer for less. Yeah. And that just seems to be the way that category seems to work. I mean, I sit there thinking, well, this is really strange, and I don't know if it's the best way of running a railroad, but it's the way things seem to work. Oh, animal yeah. friends are in. So anyway, I for certain inventory, I would like that feature. Okay. Just FYI. All right, and I think good. that might be the direction eBay's going. Who knows? All right. And lastly here, I came across a listing, and I, I couldn't work out if this guy was a genius or was doing as dumb as a rock, but he had a whole bunch of stuff for sale. And rather than just list them as separate items they were kind of related they were audio related but they were just otherwise unrelated items just stuff that he was clearing out of his locker or something and rather than just write a listing for each item with a nice title and a photo he sort of said electronic stuff for sale take your pick and, and i don't know how this ended up responding to my search query because there was nothing in the title that was in any way going to respond to anything useful and then what he'd done, he'd created a multi-item a multi, multi item variable listing, whatever they call it. Oh, he did have a multi-variation that you yeah. can check, select with, with every variation. single item as a different variation. And they weren't even, like, related? No, it they were completely like unrelated. Different, different prices, just oh, a whole bunch of junk weird. under one listing. So he's, he's, he's avoided maybe a few listing fees, which are not that expensive, even if you haven't done a store. Right. And he so, like, was just confusing, I thought, confusing search um, by doing this. And I, I I, really couldn't see the logic unless he was sort of somehow on a contract where he was paying a vast amount of money per listing, which I don't think is the case. Yeah, I think so, that might fall in a stupid category. I, I, I did conclude stupid. I, I, I stood back and thought, is there something going on here that I have, I'm not figuring out that's just so... So brilliant that I have never thought of it. But I, I thought often, no, this is just not doing himself any favors because people search on keywords and I don't think, maybe it does match in in the variations. I don't know. It, it, when it returns in the search results, certainly there would be nothing there to, to indicate you should click on it. So, right. oh, well. Okay, well, at least that's uh, <laughs> it's not just me then. No. Very good. All right. Let's take a look at what's um, coming up in the next few days or the next week, month or so, I suppose. Right. We've we got... have the Boss <gasps> Reseller Boss. Remix in October mm -hmm. the 16th to the 19th with some eBay bigwigs. Yes. Who are going to be Adam going to be doing a little speech there. Should be fun. Yeah. We also talked about the, uh, the kickoff parties. One coming to your town, maybe. Uh, Tuesday, 26th of September, typically evening, although one or two, I think, are lunchtime based. Right, so, uh, and that's sellerevents.ebay.com if you want to check out what's going on in your area. Yes, and uh, those are all to kick off eBay Open, which is September 27th to the 29th, and you can register for that. Yes. Um, I don't know where. It's, <laughs> where. I can't remember, but it's free, and you probably could search on it. Probably ebayopen.com yes. would work. I think they still have that domain. Yeah. All right, so we'll see you there, if not before. Anyway, Philip Jackson said thanks very much for your time. Thank you for listening. And this is Fake Announcer Guy saying yeah. see you next time. Always likes the last word.